The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, Raider Greg, and the Raiders sent the Chiefs fans home early. <laughs> We're going to hit on that and more here on show 357. Well, on today's show, we will have the postgame for the Kansas City Condiments. That's right, mustard yellow, ketchup bread, and mayonnaise. <laughs> I love that. And a look at the AFC West, what we have in our division, and what's coming up and where we are. You know, it's kind of an interesting place at this time of the year for many teams, we being one of them. And a pregame for the tougher-than-you-think opponent. That's right, the Tampa Bay Suckineers. They're coming to town. They think they all bad. Well, we will just have to see about that, partner. All that and the bone line. That should wrap it up for this show. So let's just get started. We'll get started with this. Aaron Curry is back in the mix and practicing this week. Now, it's interesting. He's a really good linebacker, really helped us last year. But if he adds to the team, we got to kick somebody off this roster. So think about it. Who is expendable on our roster? That's a question for you out there. I want to hear about it. Well, the Oakland Raiders dirty played their way through another victory in Kansas City. That's for sure. So whatever the name was of that guy, Ali, I guess, uh, in your face, Padna, because the Raiders came in and dirty played your ass, including a personal foul done by Richard Seymour by tossing Castle onto the ground and making him whimper and, and crawl off the field. <laughs> I don't condone it, but I understand it. The Raiders came into this game meaning business, and that's what it was, all business. Yes, it was painful at times and struggled at times, but the Raiders came up with the plays they needed when they needed them. It's thanks to Carson Palmer leading the ship. I'm telling you guys right now, the guy is cool, calm, and collect. The pocket's collapsing. He gets the ball out for a first down. This is the kind of quarterback we need. And all the guys that were bitching about him before, watch him go. Second down and eight. Darius Hayward Bay. Myers trying to throw a block, and that is an Oakland touchdown. Darius Hayward Bay, who I thought allowed the interception on the first play of the game. Look at this. Stop shoulder, makes, he breaks the tackle from Stanford route and then sets sail, breaking other tackles to get it into the end zone. Just sheer determination. You know, talking about going against Stanford, he's a guy I'm sure you've worked against a lot in practice last year, so. Um, it looked like you guys went after him right away. Yeah, he uh, he made a great play on the first play of the game. Uh, you know, I need, need to give uh, Darius a better chance to make a play on that ball and I uh, try to get a completion out of that. But uh, he had a good jump on what play was coming and, and we, uh, 
tried to kind of set the tone early with what, what kind of a day it was going to be, and, and unfortunately he got the best of me on that one. Um, you need to find a way to, to give Darius a little more air, a little more distance on the ball, and give him a chance to make a play on it. He won that, he won that battle, but it seems like he got the work today. I mean, you guys got him. Were you, were you going at, at his side more often? Was that part of the game plan? Yeah, we were going to come in and attack him. You know, they did a good job later on clouding his side and, and double covering uh, with the safety on some issue, on some plays. Um, but we were going to come in and, and we had a specific game plan. We stuck to it. And, uh, we were fortunate enough to come out of here with a win. Could you talk about just being able to attack the, uh, the, the outside of the field, whether it's on that quick hitch that leads to the 50-plus yard pass play that sets the field goal? Well, they, were, uh, they made it known that uh, they were going to stop the run. They were, uh, played a lot of single high defense. And, it's a, a you know a really good front seven. We, I thought we played really really well up front today. Uh, they get a lot of pe- uh, pressure on quarterbacks. Um, you know both guys on the outside are really good pass rushers, and we did a really good job neutralizing both those guys, and then just really warm down up front with our, our big guys. And, and later on in the game, you saw Darren rip off some uh, you know five plus yard plays here, there ten plus yard plays, and uh, we just did a good job wearing them down. And, and they wanted to to try to stop stop the run and load up the box. And, we just did a good job up front all day. You used the term set the tone early. They haven't scored first mm-hmm. all year. Did you get a sense that if you scored early, you could break their spirits? No. I mean, this is a rivalry game, and, and we have a lot of respect for those guys and, and that coaching staff. We wanted to score early, but we want to score early every week, and we knew statistics. But when you talk about Chiefs and Raiders, um, you can't rely on, on statistics. You know you're going to get a good shot from them. And uh, They were coming off a bye week. There was a, a number of things that um, – you know, you got to factor into a rivalry game like this. And, uh, we have great respect for, for that defense and, and uh, especially that defensive coaching staff. Coach Cornell does a great job getting these guys ready. And, uh, we just kept grinding, kept working, kept pushing up front and, and uh, won the battle up front. I'm telling you, this is just the very beginning of a crazy great passing game for the Oakland Raiders. Our O-line played very well, very well. It was a great O-line. Now, McFadden only had, well, he had 114 yards on 29 carries. It was hard to see that many yards because he struggled for every freaking one of them. I'm still concerned about his toughness because he's getting pummeled, and I think Knapp needs to get a clue, and I don't know what he has to do, but he better change the way he calls plays because I was sick of that shit from the beginning. I know we won, but come on. Calling Goodson? On a handoff up the middle? I mean, how many times does he have to get one yard to know that it doesn't work? Don't give me this for trying to keep the defense off balance crap either. We should be able to run the ball. We have a a, a runner that can run like the wind. We have a couple, by the way. We just aren't getting the holes open on the front line. And the offensive line is protecting the quarterback. That's for sure. Defensive line is playing stellar football. You know, I was pissed at Kelly and Seymour, but man, they've come to life. <laughs> Maybe they listen to the show. <laughs> I don't know, but man, they've come to life, and it's a good thing to see because we need it. We need it. Wheeler, come on, man. The Predator is now calling the defense, and boy, what a difference it makes. This 3 4 defense, people, by the way. We're in a 3-4, and that's a pretty awesome setup for us this year. We're starting to get it together and start to play as a team, and I do think we're starting to show a little bit of, you know, continuity. I'm liking it. The Chiefs were on their heels most all of the game. They were running for their lives. Uh, the quarterbacks were absolutely pummeled by the defensive line all day long we took one out and we almost took two out and they were talking about a third quarterback yeah denarius more truth is here the truth is here truth is here the truth is here bubble screen denarius more a couple of blocks on it one on our way more scope down the middle of the field kicked he gets a block from myers g40 still running 30 flowers will bang him out of the kansas city 25 yard line what a run that was by Denarius Moore. Finished the game with five catches, 96 yard, and a touchdown. He could have had two touchdowns if it wasn't for a drop pass, which there were too many of, by the way. 
Now, <laughs> Carson Palmer got his 175th career passing touchdown on the way to uh, many more, I hope, this season. Seabass was stellar on a 36, 35, 29, and 32 yards. Field goals, way too many. Those should have been some touchdowns in there, but I'm glad we have them. Rolando McClown, I'll say McClain because he earned his name back this week. First sack of the season, getting Brady Quinn and actually knocking him out of the game. Seven-yard loss. So McClain actually did a pretty good thing. He forced a fumble. He didn't get it, but he did force it, which is good. And he played pretty doggone well. Matt Giordano picked Brady Quinn off, which was pretty cool. 21 yards to set up a field goal again, which I'm sick and tired of. Matt Shaughnessy was raging. He was pissed off about Atama Ali. That's, that's his name, I hope. I don't know. But he was pissed off, man. And he played like it all game long. He was in Brady Quinn's grill. He was in everybody's grill, actually. He was everywhere. Tyvon Branch knocked some mofos out in this game. The Raiders came to play, and they came to play hard. And it was old Al Davis line that comes through. The quarterback must go down, and he must go down hard, and he must go down often, uh, and he must go down uh, paranoid. Richard Seymour, you know, he started to come alive, like I said. The Predator, he's on it. Brandon Myers. Now, here's an unsung hero. Brandon Myers, the quiet guy, you know, <laughs> he had his 29-yard career reception from Carson Palmer, and he was all over the field, and they had to watch for him, which was the biggest thing. Our tight end's doing a pretty good job. John Condo got a muff punt from Javier Arenas on the 11-yard line, and, uh, well, <laughs> need I say more, the Raiders were off and running. Kelly, Darius hayward Bay got a 32-yard touchdown. Pat Lee, man, what a great pickup, man. He picked up a pass off Matt Castle as well as an interception. And Hanson. Now, Hanson's another guy that came out of the middle of nowhere. Look, I'm telling you, this Raider defense is starting to gel, and it's starting to look pretty good, and we just have to hope that this is our direction, man. we got to keep on playing. The biggest thing that was evident in this game, to me, is the will to win, man. These guys wanted to win so bad. Because let me tell you, the Chiefs needed this game just for a Band-Aid so they could feel better about each other tomorrow. But, man, it didn't work out for them because the Raiders took it. And that's what I like to see. It was a great game. I'm sure it was fantastic in the stands because by the third quarter, there was nobody left in orange, really. Maybe that guy with that uh, the arrowhead that's really a cheesehead, maybe he was still there. But other than that, the fans were gone, and all that was in the stands were you, the Raider Nation, and you were letting it go, baby, loud and proud to the very end. I love it. We represent big there at Kansas City, and it showed in the stadium at the end of that game, and mentioned, by the way, and that is all I have to say about that. The AFC West is a different picture, partner, from what they painted before the season started. <laughs> a way different picture. Let's take a look at it. Well, as you all know, the big prediction was that the Kansas City Chiefs were going to be at the top of the AFC West and just blow us all away for the entire year. <laughs> so say the freaking experts, please. Anyhow, 
<laughs> far from the truth, that is. And also, the next thing was the San Diego Chargers would be probably number two, and we would be number four, and then the Broncos trying to get their new team and everything together would be maybe number three, number two. They weren't sure, but of course, Peyton Manning was the topic of conversation, make me sick and throw up all over my shoes for the entire offseason, bar none. So how is that really working out this time of year? Well, I'm not even going to talk about records. I'm going to talk about football teams. I want to talk about, first of all, but talk about the Kansas City Chiefs, who, with all their first-round draft picks and all the money that Scott Paoli put out, boy, let me tell you, who's on the hot seat? He is. And they're throwing banners up in the air. That's right, by airplane. Get this mofo out of Kansas City. A Romeo, a Romeo is... You know, he's already on fire. Someone's got to put him out with a fire extinguisher any second now. I know you might have to ask some questions, but I'm not dealing with hypotheticals. Uh, I'm concentrating on the game Thursday and what we need to do to try to win the game. Is it hard, uh, I'm not sure how to phrase this, but when you're one and six and six or seven games you've been down 17, is it hard... The, the work during the week to get the spirits up, to get focus on them. Well, this team has has been um, a different kind of team. They they have a good attitude during the week. They go into the game. They feel good about going into the game and about what they think that we'll be able to get done. They work hard during the week. They practice hard. They are they are good people. They're good kids, uh, and they want to do things the right way and they want to win but things have happened you know during the course of the game that haven't uh, uh, allowed us to win or haven't put us in the best position to win so uh, we're going to try to do those three things and eliminate those penalties eliminate the turnovers and not let them run free in the secondary and um, see if we can win a game his job has dissipated into well he's going back to a position coach or maybe uh, defense, offensive coordinator, whatever. But he's not going to keep that job either. So the Chiefs are now going to start rebuilding all over again. This is my prediction. Paoli will be out of the job by the end of the year, if not sooner, <laughs> because the Chiefs fans have had enough. Does that sound familiar? Ugh, I hate to think so. So let's move on to the chargeless, nutless, boltless Chargers. Well, Philip Rivers is crying a river, all right. Yeah, it's a tough. Uh, <clears throat> it was one of those games. I mean, I, I imagine it's. Uh, I mean, I, I, let me start over. Um, it's a challenge um, it, in a lot of ways. Um, it feels like a little bit like it did the year when we went to four and eight against Atlanta uh, in two thousand eight. Had to come right back on a Thursday night and play Oakland sitting at four and eight and uh, we won the rest of them and so obviously it's not that point in the season we're sitting here at three and four but um we got to turn around and play on thursday night so there's not a lot of time to sulk about this one we better get ready to to play a division game here in four and a half days he's been seeing his therapist every day since the season started because hey let me just sum it up like this you get blown out on monday night and i mean it was a blowout and then you have a bye week you come back in your first game, which is with the Browns, you lose 7-6 <laughs> with a prolific offense. Well, the conditions didn't help today. It wasn't like there was a lot of points going to be scored out there today. It didn't matter. You could have, you could have brought in the best offense ever to play the game, and there were going to be a bunch scored out there today. But um, when you get into this time of year and this side of the country, the elements play a factor. You, you never know if it's going to be one touchdown to win the game. It can be 10-6, 13-6, 17-14. You see a lot of those kind of scores. And obviously we're not late in the year yet, but we got that type of uh, weather today. And um, that's not an excuse. That's obviously a team that can manage it and find a way to get one touchdown and find a way to uh, drive and get a field goal late. I mean, it's all those things. And we got to get eight points, and we couldn't do it. You lose to the lowly Browns 1-6. I mean, if that's not a recipe for a coaching decision, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm sad about that uh, Mr. Rogers is going to lose his ass. Right now, uh, you know, we're, we're coming up short in terms of making the big plays that we've made. 
Were there indications in training camp or early this season where you thought that this offense might have some glitches? The thing that uh, obviously I've talked about is that we go in in spurts. We've not been able to put together the kind of consistency we need to. Are there specific reasons for that? Well, there's uh, th there's always uh, you know specific reasons, uh, and and usually it's it's. Uh, you know, a different thing uh, in each in each situation. Huh? But J.J. Smith might be the one to get fired, too, and it could be a whole new regime in San Diego. No doubt. The fans don't give a shit there because they don't go to games anyway unless the team is on the way to the Super Bowl because that's the way the San Diego fan rolls. But I'll tell you right now, Norvell Turner is <laughs> he's already burnt to a crisp. When when asked whether he was going to get his keep his job at the end of the season, he said he's playing week by week. That is weak in itself, if you can believe that. So San Diego's in full meltdown, and we should be able to take advantage of that mentality on that team in that locker room for sure. So that's where the chargeless, boltless, nutless chargers are. Let me look again here at Peyton Manning. And the Denver Broncos, man, they're the real deal, man. And any Raider fan that doesn't think so better take a look at the tapes because they have been getting better, markedly better each game. Peyton Manning is the machine that he's always been, and he has a point to prove to Indianapolis. He wants to take another team to the Super Bowl to thumb his thumb at the owner of the Indianapolis Colts and say, that's the way it goes, brother. You should have kept me. That's what his drive is, I am sure. And the Broncos are helping him doing it. Their defense is stellar. Offense is just clicking, man. It is the contender for the AFC West. I have no doubt about it. I'm being honest about it. And we can beat them if we can get our game up. But our game is coming up a lot slower. But you just never know who's going to show up on Sunday now, do you? The Broncos have been, well, they've been anointed as the winners of the AFC West already because of what they've been doing to other teams, and I have no doubt that they should get that press because they're playing that well. Okay, well, let's look at us right now in this time of the season. The Oakland Raiders at 3-4, and four, well, you know, they're doing a whole hell of a lot better than they thought they would, and I'm sure you feel the same way. Because at the beginning of the season, it didn't look very good at all. And the team looked in disarray and disbelief as to what was happening on the field. It was pretty d difficult to watch. Since then, there's been some adjustments. You can see it. There's been adjustments in play calling. A lot of personnel changes and movement. I mean, Huff going to defensive back was a huge help. And Lee coming out of nowhere... Uh, and Hanson as well. I mean, there's been some great surprises on this roster so far. Carson Palmer is getting better with the nearest Moore and the Western receivers, and we could be looking at some great games in the not-too-distant future like this next week. Can't get ahead of ourselves, but the Raiders got Monday off this week before this next game as a reward for a two-game winning streak. Thank God for that. Now, the Oakland Raiders in division, I have no doubt we should at least be third. The fluke loss to San Diego the first game was just unbelievably hard to stomach, and I believe we'll make up for that in San Diego this year. I just know that this team has, has it better together. And as an organization, if you think about the Chargers folding up with their old GM and the Chiefs as well, well, they got to start from nothing. Nice thing. The Raiders off a foot up right now. And other than Peyton Manning, looks like we have nowhere to go but up. I think we can beat those guys too. Just a matter of getting our team together in the right sequence and getting things in the right way. And I think just by sheer tenacity and a coin of phrase, the will to win, we can pull this off. So... It's a kind of an interesting thing, the AFC West, far from what they pictured at the beginning of the year, and I think it can go any direction we want it to, 
We just have to keep playing, keep faith in our players, hope our coaches get it together, Greg Knapp, and uh, we can move on because uh, let me tell you, we could take the division. As silly as that sounds, hey, man, we got a chance. Well, seeing as though it's Halloween, I might as well just go ahead and do this. Arr, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are coming to Oakland. We'll have to swing them from the yard arm, matey. Arr, we'll make them walk the plank. This is the pregame for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. All we do is win. All we do is win. All we do is win. Three, let's go. Uh huh, yeah, we do it big. Tampa Bay Bucks, all we do is win. Uh huh, yeah, that's that. Green said we the best, now that's that. When you come to the bay, you know everything. Red and pewter, red and pewter, red and pewter, red and pewter. I put it down for the whole city, Tampa Bay. Well, this Sunday, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers come to Oakland, and they come loaded the bear, let me tell you right now. They're putting up some pretty significant points, and their defense isn't bad either. This is a pretty well-balanced team, and it doesn't really show in their record, but they're improving every single game. They have some great playmakers, and we really got to be aware of what's going on with the Bucs if we want to win. If we want to win, we have to put up at least 30 points. I'm telling you right now, if we put up less than 30, uh, we're not going to win this game. This is going to be a high-scoring game. Uh, Both defenses are going to be really fighting it out in the trenches, and this is no pushover, I'll tell you right now. Josh Freeman is coming into his own. He's starting to have some confidence. And with Vincent Jackson, I mean, come on, man. And they got Roscoe Parrish. And he used to burn us before. So, you know, we have a lot to deal with. Uh, Doug Martin, Garrett Blunt, these guys aren't kidding either that the offensive line is pretty good, and they're good at protecting their quarterback. This is going to be a very tough contest for the Oakland Raiders. We will have to play our best game of the season to beat the Buccaneers. Let me say it again. We will have to play our best game There's no doubt in my mind it's going to be a real slugfest. Their defense is no slouch either. So um, we better be coming with our A game and our lunchbox because the Bucs hit hard, and they're going to come in here and trying to force this game. The Raiders need, and I mean they need to come out of the tunnel and the Coliseum raged with anger. They have to come out to defend their turf. The Buccaneers uh, beat us in a Super Bowl. We got to pay them back forever for that shit right there because the Bucs suck. I hate them. And they, they, you know, they stole our emblem. They stole our image. They're all pirates. What a bunch of horse crap. You know, the Bucs nation, please, let's not go there. The Oakland Raiders better mean business when they come out of the tunnel and play for 60 minutes because that's what it's going to take to win this mofo, I'll tell you right now. And that is that. Bad of the bone. All right, it's time for the bone line. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. A reminder... Raider Nation, check out the videos we have out of the Atlanta trip. They are a trip. It was a great time again, let me tell you. And so uh, I ask you to peruse the videos. They're pretty awesome. It was a great time again. So let's see. Who is on the line first? 
we have one of the femme fatales of the Raider Nation. Yes, she is the infamous, the fantastic and lovely Raider Shaw. What's up, girl? <laughs> hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy, it's Raider Shaw calling me out, whatever. All right. You know, I don't even know what to say after the Jags game because that was not the same team that took the field with Atlanta. We should have killed them. And although I felt real good after the Atlanta game, even though it was a loss, I was not feeling good after this sloppy-ass win against the Jags. They lost their two best players in the first quarter, and we did nothing with that. It should have been a complete rout. I do have to give props to Pulver because that boy comes out to play every game. He is a baller. I love watching him. I love the effort he makes, the lead he takes in leading this team. But I do not know what happened last week with the Jags. I don't know if it was the play calling or what, but it just seemed it just seemed like we went back three weeks instead of instead of forward building on Atlanta. So I'm really looking forward to tomorrow's games against the Chiefs. It's another one that we have marked on the calendar as a win, and I'm really hoping that we actually win the game with a real victory. And uh, thanks for calling me out. It finally got me to call into you guys. Love the show. Thanks so much, and uh, we'll see you in a couple weeks. Bye. Well, there you go, Ritter Nation. Check her knowledge out that was a great take yes indeed very well done and i like carson palmer too i think he's doing a great job and give my love of course to rita frank and the lovely carmella (laughs) what a beautiful family you guys got to know them great people thanks for the call sister and we have a first time caller raider trap what is up brother welcome Hey, Raider Nation, Raider Trav here. First-time caller, first of all, I wanted to say thanks for uh, accepting me into the uh, Raider Nation podcast. Love it. Um, Okay, look here. I'm watching the Raiders game against the Kansas City Chiefs right now. Uh, We're up 13-6. to Halftime, we just got the ball back. Look, I know everybody out there wanting to blame Carson Palmer for losses. Look, the dude's doing awesome. So, first things first, let Carson Palmer do his thing, man. He's our he's our quarterback. Final. That's it. Second of all, loving it, guys. San Diego just lost. We got plenty of time left. We got plenty of games left. We can do this. Go on a winning streak. We can take the division. End up in the playoffs. Raider Trav out. Great take. You know, I like the positiveness because we do have enough games. I just want to see our team improve. And we need to win too, but I just want to see it improve and get to be dominant in some area. Like we're almost there. We're sputtering. We're almost there. I think we can get there. I hope we can get there. And playoffs, man, I don't want to even think about it right now. We need to be Denver. That's what I'm thinking. Thanks for the call, brother. And next, we have my good brother, the Pennsylvania Raider. What's up, nation? This is Pennsylvania Raider. Just gearing up for Hurricane Sandy here on the East Coast. Speaking of hurricanes, uh, there was a Hurricane Raider that came into Kansas City and just thumped them. Uh, Great game, great game. Seventh time in a row, we came into KC and we beat the Queef's ass. And uh, just another quick note, the best image I saw was there was like five minutes left. I was watching it on the TV, and they did a pan of the whole stadium. There was not one Queefs fan left in the whole stadium. All you saw was little pockets of black everywhere. Only Raider fans were in that stadium five minutes in the game and beyond. Probably even a little bit more, probably more like seven minutes. But, oh, man, great win, great win. Let's keep it up with three and four. Depending on what happens, we might be tied for first in the division, might be second in the division, but, you know, we're having a great season. Let's keep it up. Coach uh, Dennis Doug Funny Allen, 
He's getting his game together. Pennsylvania Raider, out. What's up in them storm areas, man? That's a bad place. I hope you're okay. Yeah, it's getting pretty exciting, really. I mean, um, Coach Allen's doing a better job because I think with Carson Palmer calling the plays instead of Greg Knapp, we're moving the ball. I think if Greg Knapp called every play by himself, <laughs> we'd be in trouble. But thank goodness uh, Palmer's calling the plays. That's what's making it happen. Thanks for the call, brother. I hope all is well, man. And next we have Raider Ray out of Stockton, California. This guy's got some good knowledge. What's up, Ray? What's your take? What's up, Raider Greg? Raider Randy, Raider Nation. It's Raider Ray calling out Stockton, California. I uh, just got done watching the uh, Raiders Chiefs game. Nice to see them win. A game on the road. I believe it's the first one this year that we've done. Um, defense is looking better. It looks like they're getting stronger, faster. And the crazy thing about it is we don't even have Aaron Curry yet. We don't even really have our starting corners yet. So hopefully hopefully it's just only going to get better and better as time goes. Um, a little bit too many drop passes today on offense. Surprised that uh, Daenerys dropped a couple passes. Um, but it's overall good game, solid game. We, we did what we had to do to win. We, we kind of dominated in most cases. So good win, man. Hopefully we can uh, carry it on and take care of business against Tampa Bay next week. Man, it will really get interesting in AF- AFC West. All right, man, peace out. That's about it. It could get very interesting in the AFC West. It could, man. We could become super freaks. Let's hope so. And next, my good brother, Rada John from Rhode Island. I could tell, man, you had trouble with your phone, but... We got the rest of it. What's up, man? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, what's up? Raider John from Rhode Island. I think we still need to work on our uh, pass defense. We get eight up on the knee all the time. But overall, you know, everybody played pretty good. Zone blocking still doesn't look great. I mean, it's not really working that good. Who knows if it's because of the whole zone blocking scheme or maybe the line just wasn't built for that or that you need to get better. But I do know you do need to, like, work to your power, power points, your strengths, whatever you want to call it. And uh, I think they need to have a talk with McFadden and see what he's comfortable doing. And that, that's one thing I did like about Hugh Jackson. But, I mean, it is what it is. We got the win. That's all that matters. And next week, hopefully we can take out the Bucks. be right back on top of things in this division. Oh, man, it's great to get a win, especially back-to-back. Love the Raider Nation. Love you guys. Everybody be safe. Go Raiders. Yeah, these are pivotal wins for this team. We need to win these games. This is going to be one of the toughest games we have this season. Trust me, this is not going to be easy. We need to win at home. That's it. And next we have a very happy, actually elated fan, Raider Dan from KC. I love this guy. Every year, every year he calls. It's awesome. What's up, Dan? Raider Greg, Raider Randy, this is Raider Dan. Raider Nation, baby. We crushed a punk-ass Chiefs fan. Superman was out there making plays. Orlando McClown, wait a minute. McClain was out there hitting motherfuckers in the backfield. Hey, Raider Gray, I got a new nickname. Number 52, Predator. Every time he hit one of them punk-ass Chiefs players, he said, Do you want some candy? We was all in that ass. All day long. Hey, a lot of props to the coach. It's nice to see him on the far side when I get fired up. I know Richard McKenzie said, hey, I brought these guys in here. Raider Nation, we will unite. We will fight. Just like our great owner would always say, just win, baby, baby. Raider Dan, I'm out. The Predator, man. I'm using it. I'm using it right now. I'm telling you right now, I love it. That's a great take. Uh, Good for you, man, in hostile territory right there in Kansas City. I'm sure you're sporting your Raider gear for sure, brother. All right, man. Thanks, Dan. And next, my very good brother, Houston Raider Steve. What's up, man? Hey, Raider Nation. This is Houston Raider Steve. Man, that was a great... Game up there in Kansas City. 
Six wins in a row. Man, I tell you what, from here on out at that stadium at Arrowhead, if you're sitting on the Chiefs' sidelines, you're going to freeze your tail off up there, man. It's freaking cold as hell. I was there two years ago for the coldest game I'd ever been to in the 20s up there. Man, I tell you what, man, it was a heck of a heck of a place, man, to go watch a game. They tailgate like a mother. Probably one of the best tailgates outside, of, of course, the Raiders and also uh, Green Bay. Man, four turnovers, interceptions, and everything else, man. The defense, Tommy Kelly was a beast. That team was awesome. I'm so proud of those guys winning up in Kansas City. Dennis Allen, the youngest coach at 39, big win up there. The Chargers got beat by those bad, always horrible, Cleveland Browns. Now, if we can just get some magic tonight with the Saints to beat the Broncos up in Broncoho land, that'd be the ice on the cake, man. Carry on top, man. Man, we're right in the hunt of it, man. I know it's not that great our division, but you know what? Like Dennis Allen says, we're not out of it, man. We can win this division still. I know we can, we've got some tough games coming up. Just wish I was up there today, but I know we represent like a mother up there in the Midwest. Back, baby. You got that right, man. Kansas City, they got a great place to tailgate. It's a beautiful place. Rolling hills. I mean, it's a... It's really quite a place to have a tailgate. Plus, the Raider Nation rocks there hard. You know, Steve. Uh, yeah, they come in big time there in the Midwest. Great game. Thank goodness we won. Uh, boy, let me tell you. Thanks for the call, man. And next, we have Raider Eric from Sacramento. What is up, my man? Hey there, Greg, Raider Randy. Um, this is Raider Eric from Sacramento. We can get back into this vision. And we've got the Buccaneers coming up next Sunday. Hey, we won by 10 today. It looks like the Chiefs didn't even show up at all today. We showed up huge. The penalties were down again this game. And the Chiefs had four penalties. And we won that game 26-16. to We showed up with determination and that's what we need to do for the rest of the season. When we have to face Tampa Bay, the Ravens, the Saints, the Bengals, the Browns, the Broncos, the Chiefs, the Panthers, and the Chargers again, we need to show that we want this. I just watched the SF Giants game, my baseball team, and they won the World Series. We should be watching them and seeing what they're doing even though it's baseball and not football, because they played as a team. And lately, we've been playing as a team. we got to start catching the ball, too. We dropped four passes in that game, four passes, and we got to catch the ball. We still have Broncos for one more game, but we have to beat the Buccaneers next week. We have to beat the Ravens the week after. We have to beat the Saints. We have to beat all these teams that aren't that great. That's it. This is Raider Eric from Sacramento, and I am out. Go Raider. Nate Jones. That's right, man. You're absolutely right. If this team becomes super freaks like they could be, we could have a really dominant force here, and we could win these next games, and it could be crazy. Uh, let's hope that happens. We have to see one game at a time, brother. One game at a time. And next we have Raider Base from Ontario, California. What is up, my brother? Yo, what's up, uh, Raider Craig? This is Raider Base calling from Ontario. Um, first and foremost, I just got to thank you, dude, for um, providing this podcast. It's a blessing for me, listening to the Raider fans and listening to your perspective of the game and everybody else's perspectives. This is the day after the Chiefs game, so, you know, I'm happy we got the win. Um, I think the defense stepped up. They played pr pretty good. You know, they stopped the run. I know Charles, I think he had like four or five yards rushing, and he came into the game, you know, one of the top running backs. So that was pretty big. And Peyton Hillis, he came in. And we knocked his ass out, you know, trying to pound us. Uh-uh, it ain't going to happen. Uh, another solid game from, um, as you like to call him, Mr. Clark Kent, Miles Burris. Another solid game. I see Rolando McLean. He, you know, he had a good game. He knocked um, Brady Quinn out of the game. 
and Matt Castle couldn't do shit. I think Pat Lee, he also had a good game. You know, batting some ball down. Uh, I think he had a pick. Um, yeah, our 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 future is starting to look brighter. I know this is a, a rebuilding year, but I see we got a couple of pieces that, you know, we could use moving forward. Um, you know, Darren finally, he, you know, they didn't give up on the run, and he had a couple of nice runs, and the other thing was two penalties, dude. That's that's really good. I mean, two penalties. I don't remember the last game when we had two penalties. You know, I I see a lot of good things. I just hope they could keep it up and, you know, be tough mentally. I, I think we have a good chance against the Bucks to beat them, you know. And um, we'll see what happens. Well, this is Raider Base, and, you know, it's been a good week for me. The Chargers lost, the Cowboys lost, and, you know, that makes me happy. So um, this is Raider Base from Ontario, and thank you for everything, man. Uh, first, thanks for the props, brother. You know, it's always appreciated. And, uh, well, you know, we like to have the Raider Nation up in the house, man, because <laughs> it's the only way I can keep up with what I think is right, what I think is real. What I think is worthy of talking about. Thanks for the props. And, uh, well, we got places to go. We just got to see if we can go there. And next we have Raider Corey out there in hostile territory in Kansas. But we got a victory, man. So you got to be loud and proud. You know what I mean. What's up, man? Raider Greg, this is Raider Corey in Kansas. Well, I didn't get to go to the uh, Kansas City game. I was uh, kind of wanting to, but I got to, you know, save up a little money. So next year is a definite must, so I'll be moving up to Lawrence. So I'm just going to be right down the highway from Arrowhead. Only about 30 miles away. My old lady goes to college up there. And real quick, I'd like to give a quick shout-out to her. It's our two-year anniversary today, so happy anniversary, babe. I love you. And I love you, Raider Nation. We squeaked by, beat them damn Chiefs this week. And uh, which is just amazing because they're all walking around around here with their heads hanging low, and that's what I like to see. Uh, you know, we took out uh, uh, Brady Quinn, right? Yeah, Brady Quinn. Got him out of there early. Uh, I believe it was Rolando McClain that did that, got Matt Castle back in there. I'm not sure if the Chiefs fans wanted to see that or not. Was it Ricky Sanzi, that's their third-string quarterback? I believe he was already out, already injured for the week, but... Anyway, they had a good good week this week. There's a few sloppy plays, some drop passes, but all in all, we played well. Our defense did good. Uh, great job to Michael Huff. He's one of our strongest defenders I think we got on our team. And uh, good job to Darren McFadden. We got some better blocking this week for him. Got him in the field a couple times, in the open field a couple times, which I'm glad to see. You know, uh, I'm not sure if his average went up any from this weekend, but hopefully so. Uh, I did actually get to watch it on TV this week, which is a good thing. But anyway, I'll keep the call short. I just wanted to touch bases with you. Uh, love your Raider Nation. Didn't get a call last week. But all right, well, let's kick some ass next week. we got Tampa coming up, so let's get it done. First off, happy anniversary, my brother. And, yes, it must be nice walking around in your Raider gear uh, all around town because uh, <laughs> there's not much to say. Uh, not this season anyway. So, uh, thanks for the call, man. And next we have Raider Joe, who traveled to Kansas City for this game from Rochester, New York. There you go, Raider Nation. That's a fan. What's up, brother? What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? It's Raider Joe from Rochester, the one that uh, went to Kansas City for the game, had a call back, you know, for the post game. From the first-hand experience, man, that was a game to be at. I'll tell you what. We came out. We executed. Did everything we were supposed to. We stopped the run. Stopped Charles to four yards. I mean, that's just unheard of. I, don't, I know they only gave it to him like five or six times, which I don't know why. But we did what we had to do. Came out with a win. Knocked Quinn out of the game. Had, he has a concussion now. But, uh, you know, and made Castle throw the ball. And we just dominated. Dominated the entire game. And, it was one hell of a game to be at, I'll tell you what. And by the end of the third quarter, it was I felt like I was in Oakland again. I'm like, Jesus, it's all black. I mean, just and leaving the game, giving all Raider fans high fives. I mean, that makes six in a row in Arrowhead. I don't know about home field advantage, but shit, 
that definitely wasn't home field advantage. So I know the Chargers lost and Broncos won, unfortunately, but they're still in the hunt, you know. Just got to keep fighting one game at a time, one game at a time, and you fight your way back, you know. So just tough game next week at home against uh, Tampa Bay, but we should come out with a win and just keep fighting. So just want to give you a call and let you know that I was there and it was a badass game to be at. So I'm still stuck here, actually, because uh, i got a connecting flight in Baltimore. But it's about to storm, so just keep fighting and uh, go Raiders. All right, I'm out. You know, there's really nothing like going to an away game. There's nothing like going to a game where, you know, you're surrounded by, you know, the competition, where there's pockets of Raider fans all over because we come big time, big time. In Kansas City's no doubt uh, one of the big games of the year. And there is plenty of silver and black in the house. And to be there during a victory, well, what can I say, man? It's off the chain. He said it himself. Have a, fu- a safe flight home. I hope you made it home safe, brother. I uh, hope all is well. And last but never least, my very good friend, Raider Maniac. What's up, brother? Hey, Raider Greg, this is Raider Maniac. Just want to call and let you know we had a great time in Kansas City. The fans showed up huge. I mean, huge. Just like you said they would. Kansas City fans are great, too. (laughs) Hopefully next week we can continue to win against the Buccaneers. Show some consistency. Go Raiders. You know the Raider Nation shows up big in Kansas City. I know, man. It's crazy how many Raider fans show up to that game. I'm glad you had a good time. I'm very glad that you spent all that money and the Raiders came through. That is huge when you're talking about an away game. And I know you had a blast. And the Bucks are coming to town and we need to take care of this business. We cannot let Josh Freeman get any rhythm, because if he does, he can put some hurt on us. So let's go defense, let's go offense, let's go Raiders. Let's win this game at home for the home crowd, man. I ain't messing around. I am Raider Greg, and I am out.